Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studio, it's time for Family Business Radio. Showcasing outstanding family businesses and the advisors who assist them. Good afternoon. You're listening to Family Business Radio. I am your host, Anthony Chen. Today we have three great power guests. Uh, first guest starting up for the show is Jessica Stevens with My Georgia Plumber. Welcome to the show, Jessica. Yes, thank you for inviting me. Hey. My Georgia Plumber. I tell you, we're great. <laughs> so for our listeners, uh, who and what is My Georgia Plumber? We are a plumbing company with all gas and plumbing services ready and available for you. Um, we have a bunch of social media, mygeorgiaplumber.com. You can schedule online or call us at 770-592-0081. So kind of share with us, like, how did Katrina start and how did you get involved? Um, to be quite honest with you, Katrina's been doing this for a long time. She was originally in Florida and we come up to Georgia. She's got a family owned company. Um, and we, or she actually is in real estate as well. So it's very diverse. I've known them for a long time. I've, um, actually, and with them for about two years now, but previously I met them through um, through bartending them. Mm-hmm. So I, family, so they just brought me in, and I've been marketing ever since. So, so can I share with us uh, the uh, the audience kind of the story of your transition now going into your marketing position? How was that like? Oh, very unique. I love it. I was actually originally a dispatcher, so I'm sure people are familiar with my voice. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And then transition into marketing and being kind of the face of the company in terms of uh, what we put out there. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned a little bit about uh, gas and, of course, kind of obvious as the name suggests, plumbing. Uh, Can I share uh, with the listener, what other than, than plumbing or specialties does my Georgia plumber provide? Is it something that they reach out to you when there's something actually wrong or is it something like maintenance or prevention services that you provide? All and in between. I mean, from sewer lines, water lines to um, someone not sure why they're not getting hot water to preventing their water heater to go out. You know, we, we do water flushes, a lot of preventative maintenance. We offer maintenance uh, program for that so your plumbing can be, you know, sufficient for longer than normal use because, you know, it happens normal wear and tear every single day. And people are pretty much unaware of their plumbing until they're informed. I mean, I just bought a house and, you know, you don't know what you get into until something's not right and then you need to call a plumber. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what we're here for. I mean, we do it all except for septic. Um, but there's anything and everything in terms of plumbing or gas, um, commercial, residential, um, you name it, restaurants, Mm -hmm. everything. So so almost anything with pipes. Yeah. (laughs) You see water, call a plumber. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We're there. Or sewage, you know, all the gross stuff that no one wants to talk about. (laughs) Mm -hmm. No one wants to talk about, but then when it happens, then they can't wait to, to find someone to be able to answer. Yeah. So got to be ready 24 seven. We're always out there. You know, we have to be. Yes. So I understand that you're kind of growing and expanding. Like what, what are the current positions you're hiring for right now? As of right now, um, you know, we're looking for all positions. So from apprentice to plumber to dispatcher, um, 
you know, even if you're just getting out of high school, trades are where it's at. You know, we're trying to definitely promote um, people trying to get into trades. There's good money, good possibilities, definitely a career in that. So mm-hmm. we're looking for it all. So can give our listeners a perspective, perhaps uh, they may have kids or considering a career change. You mentioned uh, about apprenticeship and, and going into the trades. Uh, for those who are not familiar with it, uh, kind of share with us, uh, what does that look like for someone that's coming to you starting out, just like zero <laughs> trades or blue collar experience? Yeah, we call them green. Okay. <laughs> so um, green is like no knowledge at all. And we're here to train and help you. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are opening a actually new building we're breaking ground soon and we'll have a training facility just for that Mm -hmm. um so you can be completely like i like to say ignorant to the trade Mm -hmm. and we will be able to give you that ability to do hands-on work um or out in the field with the guys and be right beside them and actually learn how to do this in a safe and professional manner and so it's really interesting you know being able to do that and not a lot of places offer that kind of help and training, um, especially a trade mm-hmm. more or less, you really have to be in it to know it. And that's what, you know, we're here for. So where is this new facility to be opening at? It's actually right down the road. So we're currently in Holly Springs. Um, it's literally three miles down the road in Canton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're breaking ground. Um, hopefully at the NMA, um, and we'll be taking pictures and, you know, showing everybody what we're made of, essentially, and show them that we're here for you. you you're, we're bringing you in um, from customers to new employment. Mm-hmm. We're here. Well, it sounds like you're really investing into the kind of the next generation yes. uh, of plumbers. So <laughs> for those who are even considering um, making that change or kind of dipping their toe in it, can you kind of share with us like what does the, the training or the benefits package or maybe perhaps even um, a tool purchase assistant program, if you have something like that? Yes. Yeah, so we have a lot of different benefits and we're ever working on this. I mean, it's always growing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but we have assistance with getting a house, and that's what they've helped me with. So that's one thing alone, obviously medical and um, 401k, all, all the fun things that any company should have, I guess I should say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but as well as our technicians, a lot of the tools are provided. A lot of the equipment we provide. Um, so they're not, that's why we like green, like I said, because mm-hmm. <laughs> they can just come basically empty handed and we can help them train them, um, and prepare them. And I mean, everything's provided either, even a dispatcher, you don't really have to bring anything other than knowledge and hopefully customer service (laughs) experience. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, uh, overall our benefits, um, are really good, especially for a smaller company. Um, you know, with healthcare, it's paid after five years. You don't, you know, that's lovely. I can't even imagine. Can you imagine medical mm-hmm. <laughs> being paid for? Um, and then IRA 3% match, um, as well as a ton of other things that we're working on and trying to implement for bonuses. Um, we do currently do bonuses, but we're trying to revamp them, make them a little bit better, more incentive there mm-hmm. in terms of staying and really being able to make it a career Wow. It looks like not only are you looking to kind of prepare and train the next generation of plumbers, you're looking to keep them yes. for the long term. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Family and career for life, mm-hmm. for sure. So 
getting back a little bit about uh, kind of your background in terms of as you're growing uh, My Georgia Plumber, uh, other than kind of the obvious of really investing in the next generation, what other, I guess, um, unique specialties that My Georgia provides that you perhaps notice that the rest of the industry simply does not? That's a good question. Um, I honestly think that we work together. Um, we, we really, we collaborate. We sit down every week, talk about what we can do differently, whether it's from a technician standpoint to a marketing standpoint to um, as a whole. Um, and then as we grow and get into our new building, we want to pull those kind of people in that are there for the long run. So being able to collaborate on such a, like, level where everybody's involved um as well as always trying to improve our benefits and improve um everything that we do for our customers and our employees i think really makes a difference um just being personable and being real and working together as a company (laughs) well thank you for sharing so for our listeners who are either interested in learning more about my Georgia plumber or perhaps a career uh, change, uh, how can they best reach out to you? Um, we have an email that works good or on online as well. Um, our email is service at my Georgia Georgia spelled out. Um, and then our phone number is seven, seven, zero five, nine, two zero zero eight one or my Georgia All right. Thank you, Jessica. Oh, thank you, Anthony. So our next guest, we have Troy Cobb with Cinch IT. Welcome to the show, Troy. Thank you, Anthony. All right. Can I share with us a little bit about your background? Like what got you into IT? Uh, I got into IT, kind of fell into it backwards because I had a career in uh, electronics and um, learned electronics in the Marine Corps. Then when I got out of the Marines, I started working for a large um a uh, presentation company, large-scale presentation company. It made projectors as well as direct view LED walls. As a tech for them, I was a field tech, also a trainer. And then uh, digital cinema came along. And uh, all the movie theaters across the globe decided to get rid of those film projectors, put in digital projectors. So when I went in to manage these projects, taking out the film projectors, putting in digital projectors, the first movie arrived, and it was on a hard drive. And I said, uh, who's going to set this hard drive up to show a movie on a projector? And everybody just turned and looked at me. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's when I learned IT. Uh, so I had to set up the server and set up all the IP addresses and the networking and everything to push the movie from the computer, from the ser- movie server out to the projectors. And that kind of broke the ground for me for, um, for IT. And then I also had to support all the movie theaters that I was bringing online. Uh, so I actually became their help desk as well. So kind of got a got, um, trial by fire on uh, getting into IT. Interesting. Uh, well, you mentioned you served in the Marine Corps, and that's kind of where you had your exposure uh, to IT. Th- thank you for your service. And I mean, how, how long were you in the Marine Corps? I was in the Marines from uh, 86 to 96, Desert Shield, Desert Storm. Oh. Yeah. So were you also a native of Georgia? I mean, where, where did you grow up uh not a native of georgia although i've been here longer than any other place i've lived but i grew up in new jersey uh just across the bridge from philadelphia so i'm a, I'm a phillies fan not a uh <laughs> not a uh, mets or yankees fan mm-hmm. uh, but um when i joined the marine corps that brought me one of the places i got stationed that was georgia and just fell in love with the place and just never left mm-hmm. great well georgia's lucky to have you <laughs> thank you mm-hmm. so kind of fast forwarding now with, with kind of your exposure and experience 
training through IT through in the Marine Corps. Now that you've kind of started your own business, what what prompted you on that? That's a great question. Um, what prompted it was the the uh, the pandemic. Uh, the company I was working for, we had transitioned from digital cinema over to uh, large scale uh, venue projects um, like concerts and and stuff like that. And of course, uh, live events completely went away with the pandemic. So uh, I I looked at it as an opportunity and uh, because I had my career was kind of getting stagnant and I wanted to do something new and I definitely wanted to branch out on my own. So I started taking a look taking a look around at different opportunities that was out there. I didn't want to start from scratch. I wanted a, a franchise set up. So started looking around at franchises and came across Cinch IT. And I understood exactly what they did because uh, the company I was working for had been outsourcing their IT for 10 years. And I knew the pain points of being a, a, uh, a recipient of that, of that service. So when I interviewed with Cinch IT and they, they um, emphasized their, their training for their IT techs to be personable and and get along with uh, their clients, because uh, uh, our my experience was whenever we called our outsourced IT company in, they acted like we were kind of bothering them, and they didn't really want to be there. Uh, but our techs are are, are trained to uh, well, we don't train them to be more personable. We interview people and we see what their personality is like, and if they have a good personality for dealing with people as well as technology, because that's kind of a mix that that doesn't necessarily go together all the time for all people. Uh, so we find some guys that are pretty unique in that um, they're very uh, savvy technically, and they also know how to. Uh, um, deal with people to where they feel like they're they're welcome and um, and and we don't mind helping them. Mm-hmm. So, how, how did your family feel about uh, jumping into uh, your own business? Uh, my wife kind of looked at me sideways when I first <laughs> brought that up because uh, I was making a pretty good income in the uh, business that I was in. Uh, but I showed her that you know um, because of COVID, the, there was a, there was going to be limited opportunity. For the next few years, and and not even sure if that that company that I used to be was going to be able to pivot from from COVID. So I really saw it as an opportunity, and convinced her that it was a great opportunity for me to to move forward and 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 use some of the experience that I had as a as being in technical services. So, kind of addressing the elephant in the room, I, I know there's a lot of companies out there who say they provide IT services. Uh, what is it that makes you and Cinch IT unique from all the other IT providers? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, there's quite a few IT services companies out there. One of the things that we do that's pretty unique is we offer a full package of services for uh, one low monthly fee. Um, what a lot of other companies do is they they offer a, a a low monthly fee with very few services included in that fee, and then whenever you need anything above and beyond those few services that they offer, they hit you with a big bill. Um, and consequently, a, a lot of companies sit around with problems going on in their IT network and in their office that they find workarounds for because they don't want to call their IT company and get that big bill. Um, that's not how we are because. We charge one low, one low monthly fee, and we offer a, a whole gamut of what we call a core service for our clients. We work at preventive maintenance. So we're always monitoring and updating your network to make sure that there's no problems that are going to occur so that we're not putting Band-Aids on and just waiting for the next problem. We're staying on top of the problem. For example, um, we're monitoring every endpoint to see if your hard drive is even about to be full. 
our knock team will get a message saying, hey, your you, uh, computer number two in this office is about to run out of hard drive space. We need to come up with a solution right away. So you're not, we're already working on a solution nine times out of 10 before you even know you have a problem. That's good to know that uh, you're actually uh, getting ahead of the problem as opposed to them having to call you after the fact. Yes, I think that's a huge differentiator in how we operate. Mm-hmm. Well, the, another big elephant in the room is, I guess, the hot topic nowadays is IT security. I mm-hmm. mean, that's kind of the big thing for a lot of business, whether you're in healthcare or financial. Those are like typically big two industries as common targets. Um, Share with us kind of a story of how you are able to help a business owner regarding to not just their traditional IT services, but their IT security as well. That's, that's a great question. Um, I was actually in a small business roundtable last week, and uh, in the room was uh, quite a few small business owners, and one of them was an attorney. The attorney said, uh, I don't try, I just don't think small business owners are really concerned about cybersecurity. I think you ought to go about your marketing from a different angle. And I said, um, I I don't agree. I, I think small business owners are pretty pretty worried about their cybersecurity. Uh, usually, they just don't know who to reach out to. Um, so one of the things we offer is a free cybersecurity assessment. So you give CentIT a call. We'll come in. We'll run a scan on your network. Uh, me and my tech will go back, put together a full report showing you exactly where the holes are on in your IT network. Uh, it's completely free. No obligation. If you already have an IT company, you can take that report to that IT company and say, hey, we need these holes sealed up. Here's the report that we got from Cinch IT. Um, if you want us to help, then we can sit down and figure out a plan to bring us in to help and have us help you seal up those holes and, and maintain your network. So for our business owners that are listening, uh, as if I uh, recall correctly, you mentioned you provide this free service to spot any holes. What was kind of the, I guess, most common one? That's kind of universal, well, not saying 100% of businesses have these holes, <laughs> but very common. Uh, a common hole is, um, is a, there's a device that your, your modem connects into. If you have Comcast or AT&T for your internet service, every, your modem connects into a switch. That switch has a bunch of ports on it with, with everything in your office pretty much connected to that switch. The switch is kind of like the traffic cop mm-hmm. for all the internet traffic. Um, that switch has ports that have to be open for certain applications to work right in your business. Then there's other ports that really don't need to be open. And hackers know how to find those ports that don't necessarily need to be open and get into your network. And what we do is we show you, say, hey, you've got two or three ports over here. You may have been using them for something, and now you've changed technology, but you didn't shut those ports down and they're still open. Let's get those shut down for you because that's a, a – one of the number one places where hackers can get in is in is through that switch and through those ports that don't need to be open. Wow. Okay. I think uh, we got some uh, business owners that are kind of scratching their head and thinking about, yeah, maybe I should check my modem thing <laughs> or my ports. <laughs> or they should call Sense IT for a free cybersecurity assessment. That's what they should do. Certainly. So <laughs> those who are listening in and wondering, oh, okay, maybe I should uh, get, get a Marine in here and, and check out my security uh, <laughs> IT side. How can they best reach out to you? Uh, the easiest way to reach out to me is to give me a call at 678-899-9590 or shoot me an email at troy.cobb at cinchit.com. Also, you can go to our website, www.cinchit.com. Great. Thank you. Yep, you're welcome. Thanks, Anthony. Our next guest, we have Jesslyn Rollins. 
with BioLite. Justin, Hello. welcome to the show. Thank you. Excited to be here. Right. Excited that you're on. So kind of share with us the origin stories of BioLite. Yes. So BioLite, the IV in a bottle, is actually my family's company. So a few years ago, my mom had breast cancer. And when she was going through her chemo treatments, she was very sick and very dehydrated to the point where she literally couldn't keep up with chemo treatments without getting an IV bag beforehand. So my dad is an Atlanta anesthesiologist. He has years of experience tailoring his patients' IV bags with nutritional supplementation to help them feel better. Whether they were low on energy or they were nauseous, he knew what to put in their IV bags to help them feel better. So when my family was trying everything, sports drinks, children's rehydration products, and electrolyte powders to keep her healthy and hydrated for treatments, but she kept having to go in and get IV bags, that's when my dad and my oldest sister, Sarah, put their heads together to create a product that would bring the IV bag home to people when and where they needed it. So that's how BioLite, the IV in a bottle, was born. Mm-hmm. How did the name come about? BioLite? Yes. Okay, so you're talking about this product was founded by a doctor. Mm -hmm. So he literally just combined biology and electrolyte (laughs) and came up with BioLite. Mm -hmm. Now, the IV in a bottle, our tagline, that was actually something that I came up with. So our first year back in um, 2017, I did over 200 samplings and I noticed from people's feedback and the way that they responded and their body language, they were really interested in this idea of the IV in a bottle. Like I would say, Hey, come try BioLite. And they'd be like, bye, like, see you later. Totally ignore me. But then when I said, Hey, come try the IV in a bottle, people were like, wait, what? And then they would come over. Mm. So it kind of provided me an open door. So the IV in a bottle, especially because that's what the product is. Hey, listen, this product has as many electrolytes as an IV bag. It's an IV in a bottle, something you can take home with you. So you don't have to go into the hospital. That's how both of those names were born. And can I share with us, how how did you uh, get involved into the business? Good question. So people are always like, wow, like she's got to be so smart to come up with a product like this. (laughs) I had nothing to do with the formulation. Absolutely nothing. And thank God. My dad is completely brilliant and he knew exactly how to make a product that would bring the IV bag home to people when they needed it. Now, when I step into the story is when four pallets of BioLite show up at my parents' house in Atlanta, Georgia. No joke, tractor trailer coming down our family's driveway. And you've got me and my sister like, beep, 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 back in this truck in our driveway. And so at the time, I was working at, um, I was working as a recruiter. And I was, you know, it was the first job that I had fallen into. And my dad was, I, I, I mean, I, I definitely hadn't found my place yet, but I was good at talking to people. I was a theater major, communications double major. And my dad sat me down the day before BioLite arrived in my parents' home, told me that him and Sarah had been working on this product 
So let the cat out of the bag and then, um, or the rabbit out of the hat. And I, and he was like, Jesslyn, I would love for you to head up sales. And I was like, dad, you know, and at 25, I was like, I mean, of course he wants me to head up sales. Like (laughs) that makes so much sense. But now I was like, what were you thinking? And he was like, Jesslyn, I just didn't want to pay anybody. And that is, that is how I got started. And so tried the product, um, put it to the test myself and really it, it was, it was extremely effective. I was, so what happened was, this is very, very off the cuff, but I, um, my, I, my dad told me, he was like, Hey, listen, if you want to try this broad product, the, the fastest way you're going to be able to do that is to put your body into a state of severe dehydration. And he was like, what I would recommend is going out and having one too many alcoholic beverages. So when I was 25, that made, I was like, I can do that. <laughs> Sign me up. So I went out on a Thursday and I woke up that next morning to go back into recruiting. I had to wake up very early and I mean, woke up pounding headache, very nauseous, not feeling well. And my dad told me to put a 30 minute timer on my phone because the only difference between BioLite and an IV bag is that there's a 30 minute delay because it had to go through your digestive tract. So I did that. I poured it over ice. I drank it. And in about like 18 minutes, I started to hyperventilate because I was like, I don't feel any different. Like my dad's drink sucks. Like this is terrible. What am I going to do? And then I'm not joking down to the wire at about 28 minutes was when I just started to normalize my headache subsided. I wasn't as nauseous and I went into work and was like, I think we might have something, but of course, like, duh, I wanted to have my dad's drink work. Like that sounded really cool and I wanted him to be successful. So I didn't really trust my own experiment. Mm -hmm. So what I did, the next thing that I did was I went to the lowest hanging fruit. I went to my high school, the Lovett school here in Atlanta and, um, dropped some off for the athletic trainer and was like, I want you to try this. And I was in theater. So he had no idea who I was. And he was like, bye weirdo. (laughs) Thanks for the drinks. And so dropped off the bottles and, um, on a Thursday, lots of Thursdays. And I got a call from him on us on that Saturday. And it was early in the morning. And he was like, Jesslyn, where can I get more BioLite? And I was like, you liked it? And he was like, yes. Typically, I have 10 guys on my football team that habitually cramp. I gave them one bottle of BioLite before the game and one at halftime, and nine of them didn't cramp at all. And so that I was like, that is all I needed. And so after that, went to pretty much every single high school in the state of Georgia, dropping off samples to their athletic trainers. And now here we are five years later. So what spawned originally as care or customized care for your mom going through chemo is now, uh, if I may, I'll be so bold to saying this is kind of a sports enhancing kind of drink. Yes. I mean, what do you call BioLite? Do you call it a hydration drink? Do you call it a sports drink? Do you call it an isotonic, a a functional beverage? What the heck is it? Mm -hmm. So we have done so much soul searching and gotten the right people in the room to answer that question. And legally, BioLite is a liquid supplement. 
So BioLite is the first liquid supplement that has the same amount of electrolytes as an IV bag. So what that translates to for every single day people is that you've got a product that is going to help relieve headache, fatigue, and nausea that stem from severe dehydration. If you are ever in that severe dehydration state, you have had, like I did, one too many alcoholic beverages. If you have had a serious workout, if you are out in your yard um, in the Georgia heat, you know, doing lawn work and feel like you're going to fall over when you walk into your house, you have passed the point of where sports drinks or children's rehydration products can sufficiently hydrate you. You need a BioLite, and that is where we step in because we are the best recovery supplement on the planet. So could you say that this is kind of a secret weapon for uh, high school sports now? So there are a few college programs and high school programs that use this that I'm not able to say who they are. Um, but yeah, I think so. So what is kind of your new focus now uh, in terms of your audience or, or customers? Is it going to be really more in, into sports and endurance arena? Mm-hmm. But me being, of course, a little selfish and biased here is being a runner and kind of endurance athlete. All right, right, this is something I can see on marathoners or ultra marathoners really lean on. Yeah. Uh, so the the three different buckets that we've isolated, and you've already hit on one, the intense athletics, marathon runners, cyclists. I mean, if you are sweaty working out, this product is amazing for you. Then you've got the piece that I touched on, what we call adult recreation. You go to a food and wine festival, you go to the beach and you're out on the beach all day having one too many and you feel exhausted going in into the house. Biolite's perfect for that. Then the third piece is that more healthcare focused angle where you've got, Hey, I've just got the flu. I've got, um, cancer. I've got POTS, something very, you know, acute all the way to chronic illnesses. We cover that. So the, a lot of times, and this is what we tried to do in the early years is we're going to pick one lane. We're going to pick one lane and we're going to be in the healthcare field. And then we're going to be in the athletic field. And then we're going to be in adult recreation. That really hasn't worked out for us that well. What we have more focused on is that state of need. So where, for example, the way we see it is that dehydration we see on a on a pain scale with one being I'm perfectly hydrated, I'm good, to 10 being I need to go to the hospital and get an IV bag where that one to three or that one to two range, the sports drinks like that everybody knows and water perfectly sufficient. That's going to be fine. Then you kick it up a notch and you need that everyday electrolyte replenishment. That's where your children's rehydration products, your electrolyte powders, that's where they come in and those are sufficient. So you bump up into that six to eight range where you need to enhance your performance, enhance the way that you feel, that is where BioLite falls in. And then you've got, hey, you have passed the point of being able to take oral rehydration. You need to go to the hospital. And so it really isn't, hey, we're not going to segment into one of these things. We are saying if you have reached this level and everybody knows that feeling, we are available and ready at Publix, QT, Racetrack, um, Kroger, I mean, 15,000 locations for people to go and find us mm-hmm. to help you. So for our listeners, uh, 
just hearing BioLite for the first time, and perhaps uh, maybe for my kind of ultra endurance folks out there, you kind of listed some of the locations they can find uh, your product. How best can, uh, let's say, another vendor who is very interested in this, or perhaps maybe they're hosting like a triathlon race, mm-hmm. reach out to you and find out and learn more? So the best way to reach us, and we would be happy to help, mm-hmm. is on drinkbiolite.com. Go to the, um, the it's not the careers page, the Our Story page. Click there or contact us, and contact us will be right there. Mm-hmm. Let me, let me restart that. Sure. We have so many pages and we're doing a web build out. And so I'm like, what page do I focus on? So guys, here's how you reach us. Go to drinkbylight.com, go to contact us, fill out that form, and we will be able to push you in any direction that you need to go. Happy, happy to help. Well, thank you, Jocelyn. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Thank you. So kind of uh, with, with the theme of today's show is not just about kind of starting a new and, and stepping out of one's comfort zone, whether it's uh, going uh, from rain into IT security or kind of having pallets of drinks uh, land in your garage uh, to serving a, one of the owners uh, of a company to now moving one uh, on one's way up to marketing directorship. Uh, one universal question uh, I would like to ask for our esteemed guests is if you had turned back the hands of time, say five years ago, and looking at kind of where you are today, what would be one big advice you would like to shed to yourself five years ago or to someone else that's kind of listening in? And they are also on the fence in terms of wanting to not really being sure, but making that daring step to start their own new business or starting a new career. So that being said, we'll give our guests a little time to think over that question. And of course, this is the obligated uh, legalese portion of the show. Uh, This is sponsored by yours truly, Anthony Chen, with Lighthouse Financial Network. Securities and advisory services offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., RAA, member FINRA, SIPC. RAA is separately owned and other entities and or marketing names. Products or services referenced here are independent of RAA. The main office address is at 575 Broad Hollow Road in Melville, New York, 11747. You can best reach me at 631-465-9090 at extension 5075 or my email, which is really just my full name, Anthony Chen, C-H-E-N at LFNLLC.com. So getting back to kind of the universal question is if we had wound back the hands of time, say five years ago, and also not just to yourself, but to others listening in, what would be that one key advice for them that are either just kind of sitting on the fence, not really sure about making that daring step, but hey, this is something that uh, you would like to shed to yourself or someone that's listening in. Jessica. (laughs) I love this question, actually. Um, So... Five years. I mean, you never know. Really, you never know where you're going to be. Um, don't be afraid. Be Put yourself out there. I mean, I connections is the reason why I am where I'm at. And thankfully, I work for a wonderful business with wonderful people, but I literally had to put myself out there. Don't be afraid to do that. I mean, a change could be literally what you need in life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you never know until you take that one step. Or talk to that one person or whatever the case may be for you. Mm-hmm. So I'm very thankful to be where I'm at and to have that connection to be able to say, hey, this is exactly what I want to do. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. 
Troy. Yeah, I, I had a quote. I got a, a little calendar for Christmas this year with different quotes on it every every day. And I wish I had the quote with me right now. I can't remember exactly the exact words on it, but it was from Francis Ford Coppola. And he said that um, I think it's silly to have a dream and not risk everything in order to pursue that dream and make it come true. Why live life always having a dream and always being afraid to chase it? That's the silliest thing to do. Um, as far as we know, we're not coming back here and getting another chance. Mm. So you might as well pursue that chance when you have a while, while you have the opportunity. And um, and one piece of advice I would give is that the, the time is never going to be right. You just got to get out there and do it. Um, and if you have an entrepreneurial spirit, you you got to always be looking for an opportunity. You always got to keep your eyes open. Um, there's to me, there's no such thing as as a dream job, but what you have to do is put yourself in a position to where you can live your dreams the way you want to live your life. Um, so that, that's, that would be my advice is just like, like she was just saying, you, you gotta, you gotta step out there on faith and, 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 and seize the moment. Thank you. And closing us out, Jesslyn. So the advice that I would give myself five years ago would be, would be to take the time to get better at what you're not good at, at that specific moment. Because what's going to happen later on down the line is those things that you're not good at are going to start to handicap you. And then you got to make up all this time trying to get the knowledge that you need to push your business forward. And you could have taken that time in the beginning, even if you just carve out a few minutes a day in the morning or in the evening. I mean, like, like he just said, there's never going to be a good time. So, but you want to get ahead of it so that it doesn't start to become your biggest handicap. Um, And then to uh, the other question being, Hey, if you're on the fence and you, this, this business idea or this career opportunity is really nagging you, I would Just listen to your gut. I'm a huge, and this drives my team insanely crazy, but I'm a huge person on intuition. Um, So much, and and it's not going to work out every time for me, but that more so than data will speak to me every single day of the week. If it feels right, if you can't go to bed without, without jumping in and thinking about it, then there's a reason why that's nagging you look into it and go a little bit deeper um, and see what's up. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Appreciate it. So kind of closing us out will be uh, my little section here. Anthony Chen's financial corner. Uh, kind of the theme with today is getting out of one's comfort zone and really chasing dreams and rather than letting it being a dream, uh, making it reality. So how does this uh, circle back to financial planning? Uh, For a lot of prospects or clients that gets referred to me or working with me, they kind of start with a assumption of, oh, everyone kind of retires at X age and then it's kind of like, just sail off to the sunset. And my, my pushback is always the conversation of if money was not an issue, what would you rather be doing? And more times than not, the, the answers can be quite enlightening and surprising. And for some people, they want to reinvent themselves with another career or maybe that nagging feeling of, you know, I really wanted to start a business, but this whole real life obligation and kids thing kind of held me back. And my pushback would be, 
well, what's stopping you now? Now that the kids are out of out of the house, hopefully they don't boomerang <laughs> coming back in. But uh, so the conversation is when we're having a conversation uh, of retirement, creating financial planning goals is start with an end in mind in terms of what is your quality of life. Start with that, and then the numbers will come into place. And that's a little bit about my take. I'm Anthony Chen with Lighthouse Financial, and you're listening to Family Business Radio. Thank you. <music>